The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Own Space. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. One fifteen of the Drive-By Podcast. That's the episode. I'm Freeway. It's Thursday. Hope you're doing all right. I, I feel a lot better than I did a couple of days ago, both physically and mentally. Physically because I was sick last week, mentally because I'm so glad that Daniel Smith and the conservatives won in Alberta. It was tight, mind you. Don't get me wrong. It's tight. It's not the uh, good old days of the province of Alberta where they, they had no opposition. It was all conservative. And that's good. And that's a good thing, right? To have opposition, to have different opinions, I believe is, is a good thing. So I'm not coming from a place where I'm just saying, yay, the conservatives won and giving the middle finger to anyone who's left of that. She has a lot to prove. And uh, with the mandate, she'll have to prove in the next four years and her government being able to speak and represent all Albertans, I think people are going to be surprised that she's not as vicious or uh, as much as a nut job people think. As I said a couple of days ago, I believe uh, both showed signs and characteristics of being um, nutty. I just love to see this shit and and I hope it's a precursor to Canada going conservative and blue because it just freaks people out. And left-wing people lose their shit. It's like meltdown galore, and I'm here for it, and I just love to watch it. And there's going to be other stuff I'm going to mention here coming up on this podcast that I'm sure will contribute to the meltdown. These people just like to have meltdowns. I think they like, they get up in the morning, and they want to be triggered, okay? I get up in the morning, even when I read some of these stories that I tell and talk about on the podcast, I don't get triggered. Nothing shocks me anymore. Nothing surprises me anymore. But I don't allow it to trigger me. Whereas people on certain side of the spectrum, and we know what side it is, they just get freaking triggered about everything. And God forbid you stand up to them, which most people do nowadays. They don't know how to react to that. And they only come back spewing more hate. And they do what they know how to do best. They call you a racist. They try to cancel you. And they try to make you look like you're the person that's spewing hate when in fact you're just giving opinions and thoughts and not spewing hate at all. Before I get into any of that that stuff, I wanted to mention this off the top. Did you see Al Pacino? I remember seeing him in Montreal a couple of years ago before uh, the three-year break. I'm calling it the three-year break that we had in the world. I sat down at Place des Arts, which is a great venue here in Montreal, and I watched. It, like, it was like an intimate and interactive with the audience and the host and Al Pacino. It was fantastic hearing Al Pacino talk about his acting career, hearing him speak. But now Al Pacino at 83 years old will become a father again. So this kind of made me kind of like go, oh, okay. Because, you know, I've tried. I've talked about this over the years. We've tried, my wife and I, to have kids. Been unsuccessful. But you just really don't know, right? You just never know. Because at 83, he's... um, yeah, he's pounding some pucks there. He's, um, or I should say, pounding some penguins, icing some pucks, whatever terminology you want to use. He's connecting. He's definitely connecting. His girlfriend, his fiance, girlfriend, whatever, 
29 years old. He is 83 years old. And by the way, I looked, right? Because I, I had to say, how is he looking nowadays? He doesn't really look 83, but he looks old. He looks old enough to be her grandfather, minimum. Okay, she's, she's 29. So let's say her dad is 55 to 65 then, yeah, it's very possible that she has a grandfather that's slightly older or around the same age, if not, uh, than her boyfriend. She looks good. I had to go check out a picture because, you know, I'm shallow and that's obviously the kind of guy I am. I have to go right away. <laughs> I'm shallow. I just admitted I'm shallow. No, no but, uh, you know, it's, it's not about being shallow. It's, a, it's about being honest. And this is what people do and this is what I talk about always on my podcast is to be honest and yeah i did go look and see is she hot yeah, of course she's hot she's absolutely hot and then what's the next thing i do i go check out this is how i function by the way this is how my brain functions then i check out her net or sorry <laughs> i didn't check out her net worth her net worth is irrelevant i checked out al pacino's net worth at 120 million and then i start putting you know see them together and many pictures and she's a beautiful young woman by the way 29 as i said he's 83 54 year difference and i'm thinking what other reason besides the fact that he takes care of her his stature he is al pacino one of the best actors we've ever seen fuck gaspar gomez and fuck the fucking diaz brothers fuck them all i buried those cockroaches what other reason does you know, can she, like, how is a 29-year-old, hot, attractive woman attracted to him physically? No chance. It's just not happening, okay? Because, look, I'm, I'm nowhere close to being Al Pacino's age, and I know that, I'm not saying I'm repulsive naked, but I know that I don't have the best body in the world, okay? I'm not saying I have the worst body. I'm not saying I have a bad body at all, but... I'm saying I could be repulsive to somebody. Hopefully not my wife. I don't think so because she's into me and I'm into her. But I'm sure, right, in my age, there are people that are repulsed by people in my age group. Yeah, alone, somebody who's 83 years old. So again, I checked the net worth, 120 million. I checked pictures of Al Pacino and another picture and another picture. No, I don't get it. I look at pictures of her, 29. Oh, very hot, very hot. What's the... In, you know, people will be the, the first to jump all over me and say, some people, and say, Frank, how about she's just into it? You know, love, there's, there's, it, it cannot be measured by age gaps. And you don't fall in love with somebody because of a certain age they are. You fall in love with them because you fall in love with them. You hear that all the time. But I just don't get it. I kind of get 10 years older. I get 15 20 is pushing it, but anything over that, I just don't see, unless the guy's in fantastic shape, and don't get me wrong, most men, this is something that's going to offend some women, but it's, it's true, and I'm always here to offend and call out the truth. Men age better than women, for the most part, for the most part. If you pick men who are in their 80s and women that are in their 80s, for the most part, the guys in their 80s or their 70s look a lot better than the women look in their 70s and 80s. That's not to say I haven't seen women in that age group that are still extremely attractive where you look at them and go, oh, yes, absolutely. You can tell that you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, they were knockouts and they're still very beautiful. But the body ages and we fall apart, all of us, all humans do. And for me, at least, 
to be physically attract. You have to be physically attracted to somebody. And if you're not physically attractive, how can you get excited? How could she get excited? You know, Al Pacino looks like a mad scientist when you look at the <laughs> some of his latest pictures. But I guess she's turned on by him. I guess because he's he's producing and they're gonna have a baby together. But wow, 54 years difference. That is wild. That is wild. And I remember remember Anna Nicole Smith. She was at the time that her husband passed away and she's passed away too. But at the time, what was the, I think he was in his 90s and she was in her 20s. It was like 70 year gap. And you know, there is no way she's falling in love with a man physically that age. Intellectually, I mean, the guy can barely keep it together in his 80s, yet alone 90s mental capacity that she's going to fall in love. So what other reason is it than the pocketbook, stature, status in life? What is it? I'm not going to give it to my wife. I ain't married. You got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got a girlfriend, yeah. So marry her. Hey, you for real? I'm asking you to middle a diamond for me here. Now, all I want from my end is 8000 What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right? That's a fugazi? How do you know it's a fugazi? You looked at it for two seconds. What? It's a fake. But yeah, I know what a fugazi is. Do you have a thought or opinion? DM me. At Freeway Frank. You could reach me on Instagram or Twitter. You've heard the story this week, I'm sure, of Anthony Bass of the Toronto Blue Jays. This guy's been on so many different teams. I think eight teams in 12 years. There's always some kind of issue with Anthony Bass. The latest one was about a month or two ago when his wife, I guess, on a flight was asked to clean up. His, her kids made a mess, and, and basically the flight attendants were unwilling to clean it up. So he made a whole big stink about that. So look, I'm not saying Anthony Bass is a prime example of a necessarily a good person or a good citizen or someone in my mind that you know you look at and say uh, you, you see a history here and you see somebody that you know you see a problem and you might see Anthony Bass of the Toronto Blue Jays but earlier this week he posted something on Instagram his post pretty much he shared some what people are calling anti LGBTQ plus two, I, I don't know how to, but you ever notice how Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, just rolls through that? LGBTQ 2S plus, like he goes, he's so fast. I've never seen anybody go through letters. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, G, L, L, M, R, U, as fast as Justin Trudeau when it comes to that. I mean, it just flies off his tongue. To us LGBTQI plus rights. He basically then apologizes for sharing this anti- LGBTQ plus two plus six seven eight nine eight six seven five three oh nine social media post, and of course the the Jays are going into uh, they everybody's going into Pride Month now. You, you know it's not a day anymore. It's not a weekend. It's not a week. It's an entire month of Pride, which I'm okay by the way, as I said, because nothing really bothers me anymore. And 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 I understand that people are going to have different opinions, and basically. Anthony Bass's opinion was along the lines of anyone supporting, basically don't support Target, don't support Bud Light because they support LGBTQ communities and products and all that stuff. I think as bad as it is on the other side, when they shove it down your throats, 
having those opinions like his opinion where you come out and tell people to stop supporting gay rights because you know target is doing this or bud light is doing that that's also going out of your way so i don't like that either okay and i'm not somebody that would share a post like that you know love is for everyone all for one one for all yes but not when it comes to the point i always say it where it compromises the rights of women or it's so shoved down your throat where the minute you say something that could be an just an opposing view on something it's considered hate speech so now do i think he was trying to push hate speech no i think he's a christian i think he's somebody that is probably bothered by how far this agenda is going and you heard recently as well in toronto a catholic high school was unwilling to fly the gay the, the pride flag outside and in some cases the pride flag replaces the canadian flag which by the way i'm totally against that and it's not because i'm against gay rights i just think on the flagpole where you fly your country's flag it shouldn't be changed to the gay to the gay flag as inclusive as you're trying to be, uh, as much as you're trying to, to promote that love is for everybody, you leave the Canadian flag up, up, maybe put the pride flag right next to it, or maybe put the pride flag at the entrance, or put it somewhere else. But don't replace the Canadian... This is, this is the agenda that I don't like. You're gonna, don't replace the Canadian flag, our country's flag, for the pride flag. It's the same thing at the Super Bowl this year. You know, you, you heard the U.S. National Anthem, and then you heard the Black Anthem, National Anthem. I was like, what, what, what is going on here? The U.S. National Anthem is for everybody. And yes, its history has been plagued by injustice, racial issues, and all that. We know that. But how is there a, a National Anthem for the country and then for black people in the country? And this is where, you know, I talk about this all the time, where the world not is going, it, ha it has gone already, and it's so far out of control that now this has become, they're trying to every day make this more and more mainstream to the point where it's just something that is so far past where anyone thought this was going to go with all this stuff. So getting back to Anthony Bass, you know, do I, do I think he's anti-gay or might hold some of those views? There's no doubt in my mind. When people share those kinds of posts, the deep down I think, uh, for sure this person doesn't like gay people. But then at the same time, then I start watching the news outlets, like you know all these left-wing, woke, CP24 and Toronto Breakfast Television, all these that come out and it's like they have three people on the panel, not one person that takes you know, maybe the other side or gives exactly what I've said on this podcast. That's the opinion that I would give and say, hey, I'm totally pro lgbtq plus six eight six seven five three oh nine rights it's not hate speech if you have a different opinion and it's not hate speech if the nhl realizes where this is going and next year they decide to drop all pride activities i get it and it's not that pride uh, gay people are not welcome to events or arenas and all that it's just like i think we need to leave the identity politics push it to the side and get back to doing what we're doing. And that's living life, being inclusive for everybody. Yes, but don't push it to the point where people are forced to participate, wear something, wrap something around their head, do whatever it is to prove to you. They're not anti fill in the blank. That's where we're at now. And we need to simply stand up to this stuff because if we don't, it's going to get to the point where it's so out of control. And then 
You know, then you have an ESPN host in the United States. She's demanding fairness in women's sports. So she has come out and basically said opposing biological men competing in women's sports. And uh, this host, Sam Ponder, is getting absolutely destroyed. And she basically says that biological men should not be competing in women's sports, period. And they went absolutely nuts and bonkers after she said this. Because people, especially on mainstream, they just don't make these types of comments, right? Saying these types of things in the world. Even having an opinion and saying, your thoughts. You could have the thought. In your opinion, you don't think the WNBA is an interesting league to follow, whatever the case is. But just saying that, me just saying that right now, somebody could turn around and say, Frank is a misogynist. Frank is a... No, no I'm, just, I'm just saying we should be able to have those thoughts and opinions. But when it comes to a biological man now ending up on the court or a biological man taking away a medal from a woman and, and a biological man being the uh, face of International Women's Day, as we saw this year, not once, not twice, but three times or more in our country, below in the United States, and seeing this happening and women being completely quiet, no one's saying anything, that to me is the shocker. So when this broadcaster comes out, Samantha uh, Ponder, and says this, and she's taking heat, well, then I, I'm going to defend her every time, and I'm going to defend people like this every time. People have the right to have that opinion. People have the right to say, no, I don't want you in my sport. And there are trans people who have also come out, Caitlyn Jenner, who have said that this should not be happening, that there should be a separate category for trans people because biologically it's unfair. But some people are just not willing to entertain that idea. As you heard our prime minister say just a couple of months ago, he made it very clear and he repeated himself and said it again. And I repeat, and I want to make it very clear with his annoying face with his teeth. Though You know how his eyes squint and he has that smug face. And he says, trans women are women. And, like, and he says it in a way like, and if I hear anyone say otherwise, you will go to jail. That's how he says it. And so here we are again. And yet another podcast discussing this crazy shit, bad shit, crazy stuff that if 10, 15, 20 years ago, you'd even mention this is where the world was going, you'd be shaking your head going, we're doomed. And we are doomed, by the way. We are absolutely doomed. So what have we learned this podcast? You could be pro-gay, I'm not going to go through those letters again, uh, but still be tired of having it shoved down your throat. And you could be pro-gay still, but not want your Canadian flag replaced by a pride flag. You could be pro-woman and a feminist even, and not want biological men to take away medals and compete with women in women's sports, right? That's all I'm saying. So hopefully, and we also learned that it doesn't matter if you're 83 years old, doesn't necessarily be, mean that you're going to be shooting blanks. It means you could be fully charged like Al Pacino and impregnating your 29-year-old, very fertile uh, girlfriend. It was extremely hot, by the way. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Drive-By Podcast 115. Review or comment anytime on Apple or five-star it on Spotify like I've seen many of you do. Thanks. It means a lot and it helps out. Don't forget to press download. That's the circle with the arrow going down. Press that because it helps us a lot more as podcasters when you do that. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you again. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank.
The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. Space.